Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. Let's talk favorite scenes. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, there are so many iconic scenes. I love you. I know. Um, a lot of iconic scenes between Han and Leia, which was very confusing for me as a child because I didn't particularly like Han. I liked Luke and I wanted her to end up with Luke. So that whole storyline was very confusing for me. I can only guess how small a town it was you grew up in. <laughs> Orange County. <laughs> That's Orange County. Um, so I'm trying to think. Pass. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Uh, I've got to think about it. We've never had a pass before. I've got to think about it. There's <laughs> just fine. so many. That's fine. Uh, I will start with a, a prequel era in, say, the the uh, opera house ballet scene uh, is, you know, between Palpatine and Anakin is one of the best scenes. Not just in, not like, it's a good scene for the prequels. Um, I like the prequels more than most people, but I think it's one of the best scenes in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of what I love about Star Wars, which is uh, that tip of the iceberg storytelling we were talking about earlier where it it raises as many questions as it answers so not only is it like a really well executed scene of oh this is such a believable moment of how this person would manipulate this person into Mm -hmm. doing this relatively understandable thing Mm -hmm. and then of course within seconds it becomes horrific what anakin has chosen and done but in that scene it makes sense and with just throwing out there like well this darth plagueis and some people might have the power to create life that's that great kind of storytelling that's like, I'm glad that that's never in, in new canon mm-hmm. been fully addressed because there should be some of those things where, you know, we get together on our podcast version of the playground and talk about what does that mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that's definitely very high up there. Because I remember that scene as well. This is just like jogged the memory. Like the first time, I, you know, at the opening night when he started like busting out the information, it's like, whoa, yeah, he's going whoa. for it. Like, yeah. you know, he's taken, he's been watching the career with great interest, mm-hmm. uh, you know, since he was like nine or 10. And now he's finally like going, it's time. It's time. Oh, it's yeah. It's time to cash in. And, and I think. Listening to all that whinging over all these years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think uh, not from a Jedi is one of the best lines. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it so drives the point home where you're just like, okay, I mean, if the credits had rolled right there, I would have been upset, but it'd be like, I understand how Anakin fell. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that, I think, the power of it. I, you know, I I think for the, the original trilogy, it's weird for me to kind of pull back and go, like, a scene, because uh, the way I've think, been thinking about Star Wars lately is nitpicking those tiny moments mm-hmm. and how they relate to new things. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the Twin Sons, and also, we talked about it on the Obsessed podcast that you did, your favorite scene, too, of Luke getting the lightsaber 
in Return of the Jedi. It is mm. just yeah. so layered so with moments, including that look that he gives his lightsaber where, you know, going back to Luke is not a grim 80s guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't pull out his machine gun and sneer. Mm-hmm. He catches his lightsaber and he has that like, hey, everything's going to work out. <laughs> like almost a, you could freeze frame that and that would have been the end of a sitcom from 1984. Well, well that's his version of that at that Olympic opening ceremony where they had to do the bow and arrow yeah. to light the flame. Yeah. yeah. So like when he catches it, he just goes, goes all right, first time. <laughs> yeah. And no it's rehearsal. Also, yeah. It's just yeah, like exactly. nobody ever told him, they told him to take it seriously to be a Jedi, to not crave adventure and excitement. Mm-hmm. He does the right Jedi stuff. He says, let me go or I'm going to have to kill you. Sorry. Mm. Nobody ever told him there was anything bad about having some fun with it. You know, and he just has that moment of joy of like, I have the power to set things right Mm. and I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Board flip, saber catch. Yeah. Unite the green, clean <laughs> yeah, house. Exactly. The greatest thing that was ever projected on a giant white wall. <laughs> yeah. it, it is just the best. Yeah. It great. is just the best. How about you, Ken? Uh, you know, we break down the moments. There's a lot of moments I can talk about, but I want to talk about scenes. Like, I'll throw two Luke ones out there, and it is uh, the, the Vader Luke fight in Jedi in the moment. He, he decides he's going to give in a little bit to his anger, a little bit to the moment, and. and strikes out at Vader and that shot of, uh, I know Empire, uh, Luke and Vader's maybe the more iconic shadows in the light, but that shot where they're moving and and Luke's with the green, as you said, ignite the green. I love that phrase. Um, he's kind of beaten back Vader and then the the chorus comes in and it's one of the first times Mm -hmm. in star Wars, uh, that you heard, you know, voices in the the music. And Mm -hmm. it just, to me is it's, it is the turn. It is the turn of Luke to ch- taking charge of the situation and and kind of ending this uh, and not knowing if it's is he going to kill his father at a time and and it leads to him throwing the saber away and and I'm a Jedi like my father before me it's that moment when he leaps out of the shadows and it's just this epic thing um, and then for me I got to say and, and we've talked about it uh, so many times even off air uh, <laughs> Joseph but, and it got me the other day and I didn't even expect it I just put in Force Awakens was doing house chores and getting ready to leave and the yeah. ending of the movie came up. And I got to tell you, when 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 Ray goes to Act Two and she is standing before Luke and she is the one that finds him mm-hmm. and she's the one that hands him the lightsaber, it gets me it gets me emotional. I, I I I the Star Wars nerd chills kick in and there's something about this little scavenger girl who once believed that Luke Skywalker was a myth is the one who is standing before this man who has vanished and been gone for so long, so long that even so- shortly after Jedi, he's already gone. Yeah, he's with Laura Santeca grabbing relics or something. And and uh, he he's just been checked out doing his own thing, and here is this little scavenger girl with the fate of the galaxy in her hand, personified by a lightsaber, standing before Luke Skywalker. It is the to me the best ending of any Star Wars movie because it is more different than any other ending. There's no boss nass peace orb. Um, <laughs> it is it's a great moment, and and, and if and this it caught me off guard just the other day where I, I was. Jacket on, I gotta go this, I go to the grocery store, oh, oh, and the music hits, and it's one of John Williams' final song, uh, best songs, is the, the Jedi Steps in the finale, and it gets me every time. It, 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 it yeah. good moment, nerd mm. chills. It, 
It's always weird. I, I'd never thought about this before, but you know, they merchandise. They do like the the, the reproductions of the props yeah. and stuff. And you know, with Phantom Menace, everything was getting made. Yeah, but we didn't get a life size piece orb, <laughs> <laughs> which would have been the the highlight of any collection oh, yeah. around the world. Absolutely. Like you know, even I would have held it. Sandsweet would bail off that big figure tower. <laughs> it would have been just have so... the orb in the middle of Rancho Obi Wan. Is it too late? Can we hashtag piece orb? <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I don't want to see all of the sarcastic uh, photos for people who like hate Phantom Menace and just like you're holding it up with this sardonic look on their face. Like, this is bullshit. Oh, no. Maybe that's what Star Wars fandom needs the peace yeah. orb. Mm, <laughs> to bring truth? us all together yeah. to end this civil war. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you gonna, have you got a scene? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about there's so many great moments, mm. but the one that I watched and I continue to watch over and over again are, are the scenes with Yoda on Dagobah. Yeah. Because because that gave me so much as a kid. You know, you must unlearn what you have learned, do or do not. The wisdoms, and that to me is like so important too for George Lucas as the creator to make this little green puppet mm-hmm. work and have such a huge impact on fans around the world. I mean, it's just, it's there are such incredible scenes. And I mean, yeah, it's kind of silly when you see Luke running with this little puppet on his back. And yet mm. that was so real for me as a kid. Um, oh, I think you're confusing the word silly with awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, he's kind of, you know, bouncing around and whatever. But I swear to you, my, my daughter, who's 20 months old, she is obsessed with Yoda. He mm. taps into our most, I don't know, this primal thing within us. And that's really like the, the power of Star Wars. And also, shout out to Hamill. Like, oh, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? For making Thank them real. You. Yes. I mean, yeah. people don't give Mark Hamill a lot of credit as an mm. actor, but what he did with those scenes, mm-hmm. oh, Oh, man, yeah. he brought, he made it. He mm-hmm. made that come to life. Taking the prequels, like knowing that they happened, and then looking at the interaction at the start of that whole uh, scene or, you know, that section of Empire Strikes Back, where there's the torch, Yoda wants the torch, mm-hmm. R2 says, no, I want the torch. Like... They both know each other. Is this some like like skit that they're doing, <laughs> or like what, it's an act? Yeah. yeah. Is there a little wink and a nod? It's very strange. It's one of the more intriguing yeah. things about R two. He knows everything. He yeah. Does, he <laughs> does. I I will believe that Yoda forgot about R two, but I feel like R two knows Yoda mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But that's very disrespectful to to not. <laughs> like give the Jedi Master the torch. Just well, do it. He knows Yoda screwed up. To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. For just $3 a month, you get a dedicated RSS feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use, sending the complete archives of Steel Wars episodes along with bonus Patreon exclusives like movie commentaries, Q&As, and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. 
And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys, as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.